Sass Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. First, a quick note on RHOC. Okay, so these are some uh, recurring guests on JLL, actually, so it kind of ties in. But Emily and Shane Simpson, they absolutely need their own spinoff, okay? Their own family spinoff. Like, they are the real Simpsons. You can nickname that. That should be the show title, The Real Simpsons. Because every scene that they're in together now is just pure fucking comedy. And it's, like, not the try-hard comedy. It's just natural, like, just a funny fucking couple that, like, yeah, they are funny and they fuck. They're a funny fucking couple. So... I and are you joking me, Annabelle? Okay, tell me that girl's not a star. Tell me she's not a star. She's going to be Monroe's talent coach <laughs> in like five years, not even two years. Um, but on this episode, Emily was well, they were both getting a wax. That's the other thing. Like, normally a waxing activity trip, that would be two of the housewives filming together. I fucking loved that instead it was Emily and her husband Shane. That's so much better to watch. It was hilarious. And also the equality. We very much support that. Um, but I don't think Shane got his butt waxed. I'm we can ask him, but you can, you can. I'm I'm okay without knowing. Emily did for sure though. <laughs> Cause Shane likes butt stuff. Um, I don't know if Emily likes playing with his as much as he likes it with hers but either way when <laughs> when the um wax distition waxitition what's a wax just a waxer i don't know i kind of like waxitition um but then it kind of sounds like you're like whacking somebody or like whack or like um i know that's the mob term for murder so I don't know. It still kind of works because you're murdering the hairs in your ass crack. So uh, Shane, because Emily was planning a pool party and had a big slip and slide, all of that. And Shane goes, <laughs> well, at least you'll be the fastest on the slip and slide now. There will be no friction down there. You'll just go. <laughs> Fucking loved it. Also, there was a scene a couple of weeks ago where one of their um, dogs had a cone on it, the cone of shame, and <laughs> Emily's laughing at it. And Shane is like, what the fuck? You can't laugh at the dog when he has a cone of shame. Not only do does our other dog need a cone of shame in solidarity, but so do you now. So do you for laughing. The three of you can now wear cones. Just that whole family, it, that we need that forever. Shane's mom, Perry, are you just, she's like a fucking character out of White Lotus or something, you know, like, it's just, they get that, somebody get them a spinoff, somebody get them there if they want, because we, I, I want it, and I'm speaking for us all, thank you, I'm glad you can support me in this, and just like that. We have another spinoff, and just like that. Okay, speaking of and just like that, um, the only person on that show who seems to have 
any drop of authenticity to them at all or just like feels like the character is actually who the character was and a true storyline fucking nails the acting portion of it as well without being too cheesy as it's very much yeah you get it um it's mario cantone okay mario cantone who runs the hot fellas bakery he has a fucking baguette phone are you joking me when he answered the phone at his bakery it was a phone shaped as a loaf of bread it was adorable. It was just like the uh, duck phone on Jersey Shore, except I would much rather. Oh, my God. Wait, that actually goes perfect together. Don't ducks. You feed ducks bread. They should get a duck bread phone, except I'm pretty sure if you feed ducks bread, it's like expands in their system and they explode or I don't, I don't want to start rumors, but look into that. Um, but all I can say is that it makes so much fucking sense that Mario Cantone is the only character that actually still makes sense. And that's because the fucking show is written by a gay guy and Mario's the only gay guy with a main role in this. So it just, oh my gosh, we just get some more females on that writing staff. I don't know. I feel like Michael Patrick King, he's the one that writes it. I feel like he's like, haha, but you guys are all talking about it. You guys are la-. like, no, no, babe. But, but like, again, we watch it for the familiarity and to see again, like Heather McDonald says, New York is its own character. We fucking love anything set in New York. Are you joking? And so there's so many layers that make us keep staying vested in it. But that doesn't mean that we're hiring you to do any writing on any more shows. Like this, uh, yeah, okay. Um, well, also, sorry, because I know there's the writer strike. I don't mean to take work away when there already isn't any, but exactly though. Hire more, right? You should, once the strike is over, let's get some more females on that staff. Okay, so um, also because Miranda was fucking saying in the episode, oh yeah, I ran to the Jane Austen audiobooks and heard your voice to the lady who did the voiceover for it. And the lady goes, what? You listened to me and not Bruno Mars while you were running? What the fuck? Who the fuck listens to Bruno Mars when they run? What? It's Pitbull or nothing. Mr. 305, Miami, worldwide, okay? Like, who the fuck let Bruno Mars? I'm like, beautiful girls. Like, I don't want to, what? I'm not crying while I, actually, I am crying because I don't want to be running ever. So let's move on to something I do want to do, which is talk about the July 27th episode of Jeff Lewis Live. We had Judge Lauren Like, we had Doug Bjorden, and we had Shane. Douglas. So Lauren Lake is wearing a blazer and she warns us, don't wear your nice blazer all day. You wear like a shitty one that you don't mind getting some Cheeto juice on. And then she drops the casual fact that her shitty blazer is fucking Zara on a hundred dollar blazer is her shitty Cheeto juice blazer. What the fuck? That's like my, that's my Met Gala blazer. That's my, that's my Hollywood movie premiere blazer. What do you mean in a hundred dollar blazer is just a fucking washcloth to you? Except I know we don't use washcloths, but so a uh, dishcloth, whatever. That's just, that was, I was like, excuse me, ma'am, your Zara one is your shit one? Wow, I guess I really am doing life wrong. Maybe I should do one of the side hustles that it seems everybody in the JLL studio is a part of. We have Lisa the Nanny reselling purses. It sounded like such an exhausting ordeal, though, for Lisa the Nanny to be able to flip a purse and make a profit off of reselling it. And Lauren was like, 
well, yeah, like she's being successful at this right now because we live in a microwave society. You just want to push the button and have it delivered perfectly. And I was like, y- yes, exactly. Like hearing what Lisa does, I was like, yeah, she does deserve the money. Why? Who? I don't want to do all those steps. Get me my microwave. Except instead of pushing the button and having something delivered perfectly, we might want to push a button and have a trap door open in the pool so that Jeff Lewis can fall the fuck through and go pee somewhere else. (laughs) As in, Doug tries to bring up the side hustle of renting your pool out, which was, you know, innocent enough until it led to some startling revelations that Judge Lauren Lake, (laughs) she absolutely could not handle it. So Jeff confirms for the millionth time that he's a pool peer. He pees in pools. Jameson also was a pool peer, but he's now reformed. Um, Oscar is a only hotel occasion. Um, Gross. Uh, You know, I, I get it. Like we all have been there, but There does come a point in your life when you're like, shit, I am just like peeing and then swimming in my own pee. That's fucking disgusting. I don't want to do that to myself or others. And you stop doing that. But Jeff is, what, 74? No, I'm, oh my God, that was so rude of me. But whatever. Jeff said so many rude things this episode that he can fucking take that. Um, Yeah, so I don't know if this is actually a real thing. Or if we talked about it as kids or if I saw it in a movie, I don't know. But like we always would talk about a chemical in the pool that they should invent and it changes color when somebody pees. Like the chemical in it, when it interacts with urine, it changes color. So like you'll be swimming around. Jeff, Jeff, we are all swimming in clear blue water. Jeff starts peeing, spraying everybody with a fucking golden shower. Like his, he's basically turning his pool parties into porn parties because he's giving everybody a golden shower (laughs) when he's involved. But, um, yeah, no, it's so then Jeff is like swimming and then he pees and then it turns like red, like all like a blood attack. And we're like, what the, and it just shames whoever was peeing in the pool so much that they fucking stop being disgusting what it takes even for guys especially guys especially you guys just like literally whip your dick out and pee it's the easiest thing to do you could hang your dick over the edge of the pool (laughs) over the edge of the pool and try to reach the grass if it's big enough baby (laughs) I only want a dick that reaches the grass (laughs) that's my new level of measurement Okay, but I'm just saying, like, Jeff, you really got to fix that because nobody nobody wants to hang around with pool peers. But then, of course, a fucking chump had to DM him in the middle of the show and one-up that situation. And this chump lets us know that one of his favorite relaxing activities is taking an ocean shit. An ocean shit. I, I, okay, look, I get when we're in the ocean, we're already swimming in fish shit all the time. There is no reason why human feces should be going past my scuba gear goggles. Like I should not be seeing coral reef and then all of a sudden diarrhea and your pork beef from last night floating by. Like that's fucking disgusting. Humans. I I get it. Like we're animals too and we're disgusting, but like some people more than others. 
Shane was even saying he wants separate pools for peers. Like, you guys are so gross. You need a separate fucking pool, okay? And I'm, I agree, Shane. I'm adding that to my list along with now fucking separate oceans for all the ocean shitters. You guys get your own ocean, okay? And I'm sure you're also like the litterers and polluters anyways. Because if you think the world is your oyster enough that the ocean is your fucking toilet... I mean, I do pee in the ocean, so who am I to talk? Who is anyone to talk? But also, I just want to say, most importantly, can we please, please get separate highways for those of y'all that can't motherfucking drive? I love you, and I'll support you in any other way, but I, if we're on the road together, it's not going to be fun for <laughs> for you. Um, so, love you guys. We get an Annie the Nanny update. Um... Monroe loves Anna now. What a difference a day makes. Um, but Monroe does not like that Jeff suggested the nickname Anna Banana. Anna Banana. Yeah, because Monroe's too elevated for that, okay? She was like, Dad, it's not Anna Banana. It's Anna Banana. Do not listen to fucking Splash of Sauce, bitch. Put it on. Alexa. Let's be real. Alexa's the real nanny. So we move on to the writer strike. <laughs> Oh my God. So um, Jeff starts it off, but truly by the end, him, Shane, and Lauren, Judge Lauren Lake, all admit that they have thought of the benefits that it could have on the local Los Angeles economy. Okay, to be fair, that was in the first segment, and by like the end, Lauren was like, yo, I don't want fucking any DMs up in here. Like, I support all the writers. I'm just saying I can't help but think how it affects the housing market. So anyway, I have my real estate license ready. Call me if you need me. Um, yeah, which was also Jeff's thought, like all the houses that potentially can now be flipped and bought and cars, buying cars, that was a big thing. Shane was thinking about his housing situation. <laughs> and then a Shane voiceover wrapped up their all of their sentiment by saying, the writer strike isn't happening to you, writers. It's happening for you. Yeah, for you to get a fucking fair deal, you got our support, okay? And to be fair, Lauren Lake was dying at this. She was like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I still want to be able to show my face in Los Angeles after I leave the JLL studio. And right now you have me talking some mad shit that I don't want misconstrued. <sighs> Give us something to construe and we will miss it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, but do you remember when Jeff, you won't forget, when Jeff talked so much shit about Project Angel Food? And you won't forget because it's happened so often <laughs> that if you missed one of the 20 episodes, there's another 75 where he talks shit about Project Angel Food. Then he had to donate money, money for redemption because he sure as fuck was not going to donate his time. All I'm saying is that with, now with all the shit that he's talking about, the writer strike, I know it's all in <clears throat> good-ish fun, but you got some making up to do, Jeffrey. You got some fucking making up to do, okay? So, and I don't think they want your money. Actually, I'm sure they would take your money, <laughs> but 
you also did mention how hot it was down on the picket lines. So how about for all the writer strike shit that you're talking, send them some fucking popsicles, okay? Or um, an ice cream truck. Get a, Rent an ice cream truck. I bet Doug has one in the shed. Get an ice cream truck. Dress Shane up like one of those old school, even Jeff in one of those old school like um Johnny Rockets. <laughs> like an old diner outfit and hand out some motherfucking ice cream so that all these writers that and actors listening to you salivate over selling their fucking dream houses that they can't afford because they're getting one cent residuals. Actually, they're not even getting one cent in the residuals. They have to pay $5 to keep their show on the air nowadays. Like they don't even get the residuals. They now pay the companies to keep airing their shit just for relevance. No, that's not true. I, I won't start that rumor. But um, yeah, I'm just Jeff, you have to send like a fleet, a fleet of ice cream trucks at this point, (laughs) but just cool them down, cool it all off. Everything will be cool after that. You're welcome. Now, Lauren Lake was a backup singer. Damn, for Mary J. Blige. We go through some of that history. All I'm going to say is that Mary J. Blige at the Super Bowl performance, halftime performance a couple years ago, fucking iconic. I could watch that Super Bowl perform. I honestly do sometimes. I wake up in the morning and that <laughs> I started off. It's like 15 minutes starts with Dr. Dre. My favorite is when 50 Cent appears for his part and he's upside down like a bat with COVID and he allegedly and he um just looks he looks so awkward. He looks awful. He looks awful. <laughs> and it's just so funny because he talks so much shit online. Like he obviously started the whole with Randall scandal. Um, what was it? Fofty Cent. And 50 just loves trolling people online. So for him to have a moment where we could troll that fucking shit. Oh my God, embarrassing. And so Mary J. Blige obviously had to fucking make up for all these fools on stage with her and just do this epic death drop, I believe it's called. And I don't know what, but she killed every single cell inside of me. And then it was reborn again with this new energy of just like, holy shit. Like she just I, gives me chills. Um, Also Eminem, awkward as fuck in that too. I cannot support you, bro, but I will support your chocolate covered friends. Those M&Ms I will support. Um, Also, Lauren mentioned that she loves JLL and being around the unbridled laughter, she said. The unbridled laughter? Unbridled is a word that is not often heard or used in my own vocabulary. And so it's like in context, I can figure out what it means, but I had to look it up. Uncontrolled and unconstrained. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So definitely unbridled over there. It's for sure unbridled over here. We do end with learning that there will be a new show on the Jeff Lewis channel. It will be revealed tomorrow that Amanda McCants now has a nightly, no, I don't know. I don't know. Who would it be? Jackie Schimmel, Amanda, Doug might have a cooking thing. If it's fucking Chef Stew, I hope it's Amy Phillips. I hope Amy, no, she deserves her own channel too. And Stu, Stu deserves a show. So yeah, all right, I take it back. That was rude of me. Um, I, I, That was unbridled of me. That was very unbridled response. I was uncontrolled and unconstrained. <laughs> okay, Um, but we do know that Judge Lauren Lake is 99.9% gonna get a JLL show as well. So congrats to Anna, congrats to Lauren, congrats to Amanda McCants or whoever the fuck will be announced tomorrow. And 
We'll just be here. Splash Assassin will just be here again tomorrow. More recaps, more fucking being obsessed with you guys as the listeners. I appreciate you so much. Love you forever. Have the best day. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash Assassin. Splash Assassin.